Enter the Peace Broker by Martin Wade. Episode 5, Johnny Get Your Gun. Introduced by Professor Sir Hugh Strawn. Woodrow Wilson had been Professor of Politics at Princeton before he became President of the United States. He believed America's democracy was the product of its own history and inheritance. But the first three years of the war persuaded him that America's security depended on the democratization of others, beginning with its neighbours in Latin America. The subject nationalities of the Austro-Hungarian Empire who had migrated to the United States and now lobbied for independent statehood, as Czechoslovakia and Poland did, reinforced his commitment to the principle of national self-government. Wilson's failure to establish peace in the winter of 1916 to 1917 constrained his choices. Some argued that America should confine itself to the Western Hemisphere. But its very success and prosperity had made the United States a global player, whether it liked it or not. The lesson for Wilson was that America could not create a liberal and multilateral world order underpinned by democracy and free trade by remaining outside it. To be at the peace table when the war ended, it had to be a belligerent. So Wilson entered the war to make the peace. He stressed his country's higher motives by insisting that it was an associate and not a full ally. In early 1918, the British and French armies were desperate for more men and wanted to draft small American formations into their higher commands. But President Wilson and General Pershing insisted that the American Expeditionary Force fight as a fully independent national army. They wanted to make a political as well as a military point. The Allies were also desperate for American supplies. On the 28th of November 1916, the Federal Reserve Board had warned Americans that they had overinvested in the possibility of an Allied victory. The subsequent run on the pound brought Allied borrowing to a halt and stopped British orders. With the US entry into the war, the hiatus in Allied orders could be overcome. The core problems now were how to reconcile competition between the Allies for American resources and how to allocate tonnage between goods and troops. To address these issues, Britain dispatched a mission to the United States to sit alongside its embassy. This threatened to undermine the British ambassador, Sir Cecil Spring Rice, particularly since the mission's head was the Foreign Secretary, Arthur Balfour, also a former Prime Minister. Balfour's charm eased the situation. However, his successor, Lord Northcliffe, owner of the Times and the Daily Mail, possessed a more assertive personality. London gossip suggested that the Prime Minister, David Lloyd George, a Liberal dependent on Conservative support, had chosen Northcliffe for the job to make his position easier at home. That said, Northcliffe had been a vocal exponent of comprehensive national mobilisation from the war's outset and now brought the full force of that commitment to bear in his engagement with the American people. 
Northcliffe increasingly realised that the immediate and long-term challenge to the liberal values espoused by both Britain and America now came from international socialism and Bolshevism rather than Prussian militarism. Enter the Peace Broker is a Chrome Radio production with thanks to the Rothermere Foundation.